Got Your Ears On is brought to you by Tactical Legion 9. Alright everybody, hello and welcome back to Got Your Ears On. Guido here along with Scoot. Yeehaw! And Johnson. Hey Guido, remember us? Who are we? Remember when remember we used we? to do a podcast about WVU Sports? Remember us? Hey the guys. Hey guys. Long time no see. <laughs> yes. It's been a bit. It's been a minute, Scoot. Been a hot second. Yes. It's been wild. I mean, but let's before we get into it. Did anything happen while we were gone? Not, I feel like nothing, nothing really happened, right? Like Nothing happened. Well, like let, let's get into it. Like uh well, before we get into it, let's talk about uh we did we did record there is like a, an, a missing episode of our podcast. There is that, yeah, that nobody will ever hear. Right? Nope. It's in the no. vault. We, uh, we, it's yes, it's in the vault. We did a show, and then it's with we, Jimmy Hoffa. Yes, it is. With <laughs> we Jimmy Hoffa. decided not to release said show and go on. And uh, bless our hearts, at the time, Guido, we thought that would be the news of the summer, didn't we? Remember back yeah, then. That was a, that was after well just to just to give everybody sort of the the 411 on it that was right after the Huggins radio incident right that was after he had the anti-semitic radio phone call right so i think june ish early june maybe i'm trying maybe, to remember maybe may i can't remember but anyway so the anti-catholic yeah and uh and so so then we were like we were like, oh, we better not release this. We said some rough things. We talked about maybe he shouldn't keep his job, this and that and the other. And then like two weeks later, you know, all of that goes down with him. Little and, did and we know. Guess, little did we know. We were ahead of the curve, I think, on it. But uh, so anyway, we are back. Football season starts. We thought, man, we better put together sort of like a preseason show. Scoot, for we WVU thought, football. man, that's going to be fun. Let's talk about it. That's what we were <laughs> thinking, right? I I'm just wondering, will Guido be donning his Jarrett Deggie jersey? <laughs> Deggie's my boy, at, right? At the camp, down at the camp. Okay. He's got he's got the fire going. Yeah. He's got the logs on the fire. At base he's, camp. Yeah, he's brewing some coffee. It's percolating on the campfire. He's getting ready to get his Sherpas together. Right, he's got go. his uh, he's got his carabiners lined yeah, up. Yeah, carabiners and uh, Sherpas in tow. Right, and they will be climbing the trust. Yes, I've got my I've got my Nico Green shirt that I've been wearing. How about that, Nico Nico Green? Um, uh, full disclosure, like uh, I'm not in base camp, Scoot. I'm I'm not in base camp. I'm not talking to the Sherpas. Like I'm on the bus back to the airport right now like just wanting to get on the plane and fly somewhere else that's where i'm at with this team so listen i don't know i am at sea level <laughs> right like i'm i'm actually thinking about scuba diving at yes. this point i'm like thinking about maybe some deep sea discovery type <laughs> stuff so do you want to so i guess we're starting with football you want to jump into football though yeah let's talk, oh football yes we're talking about football yes. i just thought you meant the athletic department on well, a whole well we could do scared. that I mean, yeah i mean we could <laughs> I mean, we could do that everything's healthy and energized right now at the university we could talk about all that stuff man, i guess it is, it is it's rough time guys but yeah let's start with football we we start off we kick off this week penn state saturday night national television it's on uh one of the big networks right it's on nbc uh so 7 30 national televised game against uh a ranked penn state team not feeling so good about it scoot, not feeling so good about it scoot what what could go wrong scoot what could go wrong at a well, whiteout night on national tv against penn state what could go wrong it's aside from all be, the things what could go wrong it, except for all the things be, i i think it could get really bad really that environment's going to be really bad uh that stadium is ginormous 100 what is it 100,000 plus 100,000 yeah uh, a bunch of white shirts white flying things in the air pom-poms or whatever they are or whatever they it's going to be white stripes it's going to be the we are penn state the uh yeah the whole nine yards yeah Penn State and, right now favored by 20 and a half. So right now the line is at 20 and a half. So let's Penn talk State. about all these people that are saying WVU by two touchdowns. 
Who are those people? Well, this is this is tongue in cheek though. I like this. I like this meme right now on Twitter. It's fun. I like it. To me, Scoot, uh, just to just to jump in here really quick. I to me, this is people resigned to the fact that we're going to get demolished. But it's fun to talk like we're not, and that that's why I like it. It's like very WVU of us, like. We know we're heading into the buzzsaw, but you know what? We're going to win by two touchdowns. It's just we've resigned ourselves to the fact that it's a done deal. Uh, yeah. Um, so about this team that that we have, this WVU team. Yeah. Uh, do we? What would you say are the bright spots? Um, I mean, I'm kind of hoping offensive line is a bright spot. I really kind of, to be honest with you, if we're to. I'm not excited about it, but I am excited about the fact that I think there could be a decent run game. I'm hoping you've got a Zach, you know, Zach Frazier, you've got Wyatt Mollum, uh, you've got, you know, CJ Donaldson back yeah. again. Well, and you've got the majority of the offensive line. I think for me, Scoot, CJ Donaldson probably sticks out just because he was so fun last year. I, I think hopefully he's healed up from the, the injuries that he had. Um, and I'm ready to see him hopefully pick up where he left off. I think it's going to be tough sledding because, you know, people – he's a known quantity now. I would expect people to load up the box, you know, and say, okay, like like well, try, try to get this done. You know, so it's probably going to be tough. I don't think it's going to be easy for him. But I'm excited to see if he's progressed and how he looks. And you say load up the box, right? So that leads me to believe that uh, teams are going to expect us to run, Correct. Correct. I think that'll be the issue. And I think teams would expect Garrett Green to be the running back quarterback, correct? Do we? Correct. I mean, so, I think he's I he's the starter, right? Is he? He's going to be this. I mean, <laughs> I, I think so. No, Scoot went there immediately, kind of nonchalant. I'm is not he convinced. the starter, Scooty? I'm not convinced uh, of anything. Is Garrett Green the starter on Saturday? I think should he has he earned it? Yes. Should Scoot, he be if, it? Yes. If you were going to have a conversation with someone that wasn't familiar with the situation, you would have the weirdest conversation about Garrett Green, wouldn't you? Like someone oh. would say, "Man, I'm hearing a lot about this Garrett Green kid. Uh, is he new?" And you'd have to say, "Like, no, we've been talking about him for like two and a half years now." And right. They'd say, oh, well, then you guys must have had, like, really good quarterbacks in front of him then. Is that – and you'd be like, uh, n- n- no, no. Actually, they were quite frustrating. And you'd be like, oh, well, he's not that good then. And you'd be like, no, actually, we have felt like he's the most exciting and athletic person at the position for a while now. And you'd be like, well – uh, the person would be like, well, then what's the deal? And you'd have to explain how his coach has actively hated him the entire time he's been in the program. And <laughs> then and then there would be some WVU fan like, it's a done deal. He's the starter. And like logic and reason just do- like, I, I get it if he is the starter, but I won't be surprised if he's not. Right? He's the most athletic, exciting quarterback we've had since Pat White. Yet he doesn't get to do anything. Now his like coach Pat actively White. hates him. So, and this is—you'd also have to tell that person. Well, oh, oh by say, the way, this is the same coach that has now unequivocally stated he's going to be calling all the offensive plays this season. So it should and, work out perfectly for Gary Green. And you would say, I bet he can't throw the ball. No, actually, he was in the what's the elite eleven. Yeah, no, actually, he participated in elite eleven coming out of high school. Yeah, yeah. and has worked with Peyton Manning <laughs> right. on the side, but he can't throw. Here's my thing, though. He has to like, I guess Garrett Green has to know something we don't know because why would you stick around the program if you weren't going to be the starting quarterback? Like, right? Why would you go? Dude, photographs. What, of I, Neil Brown? I mean, I, <laughs> like, but no, seriously though, why would Garrett Green have stuck through spring ball? And all the way through camp, if he didn't know as a junior that he was going to be the starting quarterback when you've got a redshirt freshman, and then I couldn't even tell you who the third string was. No, I think that's a fair question, Guido, but Scoot and I have been saying for a while that we thought he did himself a huge disservice by not hitting the portal. Like, I... I'm just not convinced he's going to get his chance this year. Nothing tells me, nothing in the situation has changed enough to tell me he'd get his chance. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I just won't be surprised if he's not named. I think if he's, I think he'll start, but the leash hasn't changed. Yeah. It'll be extremely short if he's the guy, like it'll be super short. And that's how they've strung Nico along as well. Probably like, listen, Garrett might be our starter, but you're 
you know, one tuck and run away from it's right from coming in and throwing and i think you're going to see some sort of combination you're one tunnel screen read that i don't like away from and if he doesn't throw that well and i feel like it's not even that i feel like it's 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 your one i call to play in and you called an audible away from getting pulled out too because i feel like there were times where we've seen garrett green get in before and have two or three tremendous plays back to back but you know, in the post-game press conference, it was, well, he wasn't listening. Yeah, he didn't still do what he was told. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, and I think the thing here, too, Scoot, is that Nico and, and Garrett, to me, uh, are very much the same guy. I mean, they're very both very talented, both similar stature, both similar style of play at the position. So, uh, again, I just don't think there's enough delineation there given the fact that Neil Brown has actively not liked Garrett Green the entire time to be like, oh, he's, you know, if you just read Twitter, like Guido's saying, you'd be led to believe it's a slam dunk. Garrett's the starter and he's going to have a wonderful season. I'm not sold. Do you think because we have such a veteran offensive line that it makes it easier to play either one? Yeah, because I do. Nico's left-handed, right? So you're going to have to. There may be some shifting around if you had a more inexperienced line, or you know your left tackle can't maybe play left tackle in that situation. You might have to bring in a stronger right tackle, or they may have to flip sides of the line or something. Well, that's a really good point, but I think I think they could go like he could he could switch them out, and I don't think a whole lot changes to be honest. But with a more inexperienced line, that might be a bigger deal. Is what I'm getting. Yeah, at, right? I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a good point. But I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, there's not. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm kind of hopeful about the running game, the offensive line. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of returning wide receivers, but guys, names that we haven't seen a lot, guys that we haven't played a lot. Uh, you know, I think that there's a, you know, Grayson Malashevitz is probably the name that most people will remember from last year who's going to be you know one of the four main wide receivers but outside of that i mean jeremiah aaron they've got uh, a uh, transfer in from north carolina uh, nc state yeah so you've got you've got some people i mean i know preston fox is still there uh, but i don't know where he is on the depth chart i I think it'll be interesting to see how that passing game uh, susses out defensively you practically have the majority of what we saw last year defensively returning there aren't a lot i mean at least in the starting core and the starts uh, the starting guys on the depth chart there's not a lot of new names i mean you got sean martin lockhart still back uh jared bartlett's back so you've got a lot of those names that you saw lance dixon uh from last year so we'll see Johnson is laughing at the jared bartlett yeah cause because i because for whatever yeah. reason one you knew what i was analyst say. yeah one analyst we had last season remember that like labeled him like the second coming of Lawrence Taylor and right. everybody that was a West Virginia fan was like, are we talking, who are we talking about? Are we talking about who, <laughs> what you say, who you say Jared Barlett? What? But Guido, before That's- you leave the offense though, don't you think that the whole, like to me, the whole, not to be too toxic here, I don't want to be too salty, but don't you think the whole enterprise is hamstrung by the guy calling plays still? I mean, listen, Okay, so let's let's just let's just pull the cat out of the bag then. How long how long does he stay as the head coach at WVU? Like what at what point does Ren Baker or whoever makes decisions for the 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 athletic department now say, "All right, well you're 1 and 4, you're 1 and 5, you're 2 and 6." Like when do we pull the string on that? Because at least in my opinion, the athletic department, Ren Baker's verbiage, I mean, he's had a lot to deal with the past few months, but like their approach to this football coaching staff has been, well, you know, we'll talk about it all at the end of the season, but at what point do you satiate the fans who are going to be livid when we start the season one and four or one and five? I think if you didn't do it last season, like my first impulse, Guido, is that it just you're with Neil Brown this full slate, and then something. You think he makes it the whole? You yeah, think he makes I it think all the way regardless through. because he's still, like, Baylor game November 25th. He's still coaching. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, why not? Because I, so I think it was so despondent last season, and no one made a move. So I think if the same thing were to happen, I, I think I think it happens post season, post 
post Baylor. Yeah, I do. Maybe I mean maybe not, but that's my first thought. I I think it goes the full season. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm not that I dislike anybody on the staff. I don't even know who I would name as an interim. Uh, you know, if he were to be let go, uh. Jordan Leslie, Chad Scott, are those the two guys that you would think would be probably the, Jake Coons. one of the interims? Can we get Jake Coons to be the interim? <laughs> Josh Eilert, will Josh Eilert? Josh Eilert, <laughs> Josh Eilert could do it. But like, I don't, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, last year made me feel like, let's be honest, they should have made a change last year. Yeah, we all know this; right. they didn't That's, do it. I agree. So the fact that they didn't do it tells me, well, we're going to get them another year. Yeah. Uh, that's and, where I'm at too. I, and the only thing that fixes things is if he goes less than five and seven. If he goes like four and eight or three and nine, then maybe we get a change. If he goes five and seven, I don't even know if we get a change then. Oh God, that's wow. so scary. Don't say that. That's horrible. that's so scary, Scoot. Don't put don't, that on the minds of people. We, I they have yet to show me that they're willing to win football. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I. I Again, at some point, the university has to acknowledge the fact that the program has been on a de- a, de- a decline, a steady and strong decline for the past, you know, three, four years. And uh, it's starting to reflect in, I mean, I know, you know, the backyard brawl sells out and I know that's a great thing. And, and but it's starting to show in ticket sales. I mean, I can't imagine by the time you get to that since I mean Cincinnati will that's the problem I have this year with the schedule is like WVU fans are even if we stink I think WVU fans are buying that Cincinnati game right they're going to that Cincinnati game I don't think that's they're not going but I think uh, the mood after Pitt goes back to eh, we're playing some football you know just like last year once we got through what Virginia Tech it was like oh yeah we got the rest of the schedule to get through and I think when you're terrible it just makes it feel like an eternity making your way down through that schedule. Doesn't it? That's what this season feels like. It could be like, you know, we'll, I guess we'll go ahead and start talking predictions, but if you, if you drop, if you drop Penn state and Pitt, like Wolf, right? Like if you drop both, I, I think there's a big old yawner for the rest of the season. More interesting for me. I mean, we'll go through wins and losses, but we should also go, Will you watch this game? Will you watch it? Will you sit down and try to watch it? Will you watch the whole game? Right. Like we should we do like the whole game. Is it a full game? Is it a <laughs> full game? How much Are you of just the game will the you watch? I always yeah. watch the full. I'm a glutton for punishment, Skewed. I always watch the full game. Well, listen, that was before when we had hope. Let's see what happens now when you're when you're In the rolling before into times. Well, let, let's go through it quickly. Like we've done it every year. We'll make our predictions. Uh, I got. I've got a feeling we're going to be almost identical, the three of us this year. Do you want to like, go just why. quick game like? Let's go game, game by game, game. Okay. real quick. All right. Win loss. That's it. You don't have to. Be, you don't have to do scores. You don't have to do anything. Just win loss, and if, and we'll answer Scooty's question. Are you going to watch it? We yeah. can do win what? loss. W or U? Watchable or unwatchable? <laughs> unwatchable. We, we'll just go straight. We'll go straight through. So let's start this Saturday. Uh, September 2nd, 7.30 p.m. on NBC, national televised, a number seventh-ranked Penn State. WVU goes to Beaver Stadium. Uh, But they've got cool uh, third-option jerseys. I mean, that okay. are retreads. I mean, they're not cool, though, right? They're not. They're not cool. I don't think they're all that exciting. Anyway, go. Sorry. 20 and a half. Pitt's, Penn State's favored by does WV what's the does WVU win or lose this game Scooty uh, that's a loss that is a uh, loss I'll go Johnson I'll go loss as well yeah that's a hard loss I'm gonna watch it though I'll watch I'll, I will watch. watch I've already got my menu playing Scoot five minutes to go in the fourth quarter are you still watching I'm still watching because I do have a little bit of a watch party going on, so I, I will. Oh, look at this spicy Guido. We did not know it. that. We were not aware of watch party. I'm trying to decide right now, am I taking WVU with the points? I, I, that I, might I mean, be the better question. Yeah. Do you think? I'm, I might, I might, I don't know. 20 and a half is a Ugh, lot. It is a lot. After I, that after is USC, a big margin. I, after USC last night, like I think, I mean, they got our defense better be very improved. Dude, I'm just saying that's a lot that's of points. An easy, you take. The I'm just saying that this. I think that 
Penn State will jump out early. They will take the foot off the gas in the third and fourth quarter, and that will allow WVU to get back That's in. more probable, and it, yeah. And it, be, right. and it be not super sad, just mildly. <laughs> right. I'm going to predict a fumble or two in the first half by WVU, potentially from the quarterback. Well, okay. I will watch and the that full thing. Send, and then he will be sent to exile in, like, uh, um, Wyoming County or something. The, like, the real question should be him. not if Neil Brown makes it through the season, but does Garrett Green make it, or does he right. enter the transfer portal right. before the end? Of the season? Skeet, are you comparing? Are you comparing Siberia to like Wyoming County right there? I don't Is even that know what where you're Wyoming, doing? No offense I, to the, yeah, the I was w- just getting ready to w- say. WVU fans, but <laughs> I have not been to Wyoming County. You just made a bunch of people out. angry there. No, I mean I don't know how we do in Wyoming, but then we move on to the following Saturday, September 9th. Uh, that's family day at Milan Pushkar Stadium, the first home game against Duquesne, or Duquesne, as it's called. Uh, didn't know they had a football team. Uh, WVU plays Duquesne. That game is on ESPN+, Plus, so you got to pay to watch it. So, win or loss, Scooty? I'm going to say that's a win. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will it better, watch. better be a win. I, Duquesne is like D3, aren't they? Like, what are we doing? I, I will... <laughs> Watch uh, some of the game. I will. I don't know if I'll watch all of it. That's a night game. That's a 6 p.m. game. I'm going to say win odd. as well, and uh, I will likely watch it while doing something else. I'll say. So, Johnson? Scoot, I, I can't believe you didn't say your thought on this, but I told Scoot the other day, I've been thinking about this WVU season, Guido, like a dinner reservation uh, where I refer to it as uh, Duquesne plus two. Like Duquesne and two guests, okay, are the way I've been thinking about okay. it. So, yes, I think this is a win. I think this is a hard full watch. Like, I think it's a hard one. Like, it'll be just ugly football by the, by like mid second half because we'll be playing backups. Duquesne will be still trying to figure out what football means. And like, hopefully, we finally get to a, a triple zeros when the if game ends. If we lose, and this is crazy that I have to say this. If we lose, uh, um, I'm not sure Neil Brown will have a house to move to go back to uh, on Cheat Lake. If you yeah. lose to Duquesne, yeah, I agree. well, that would be uh, the like quick hat. The only thing that caused like a guillotine, right? Mid season, like, yeah, right. All right, so moving on from there, we then go to September 16th, 7:30, another night game on another big network on ABC. It's the backyard brawl against Pitt at Milan Pushkar. Scooty, uh, what's your opinion on this game? Neither of these teams right now, obviously WVU not. Pitt is not ranked right now. Well, I'm going to go with a loss. I'm going with okay. a loss. As we uh, as we tend to be going right now. I, I'm going to go with a loss as well. I will say that I've been reading some power rankings, some like the Ken Palms of football. Pitt. Pitt, uh, Pitt is kind of fallen in that. They're like in the 30s or 40s overall, so we could show, but it's probably a loss. I'm going to go loss. I will watch it. So here's the thing. Every year, college football, how many teams play college football, Scoot? Like 135? Uh, Divi- Division like one or whatever yeah. we call it Division now, football one, yeah. subdivision with like 135, I think. There's usually three like teams one through three, you're like, these guys are a cut above. They're obviously cream of the crop, right? We all agree on that. Then there's like four through like 10 that we argue about who should be in the mix of the playoff and stuff like that. Then there's like 11 through 135 that are pretty much like almost inter- like if, if team 25 is playing team 55, there's not a whole lot of difference there, right? Like, so I think that that's one of the things in Neil Brown's defense. Like, he, like, people will screw up and lose to teams they're not supposed to because that's how this whole thing works. I think that's going to happen to get him to a fourth win. I just can't figure, I haven't decided yet where wow. I think that happens. And, and he's leaning to win on this. He is leaning. WVU under Neil Brown is the worst 
road team in the history of teams that were bad on the road. I mean, they're just atrocious on the road, right? So I think you got to, if you're going to win anything, you're going to win some home games. I think this will be the one game all season where the stadium's packed and has energy that if you didn't know any better, you would think it was a previous year when people were still excited about football. I think they steal a win here. Wow. Wow. I do. I think they steal a win here. I think not a whole lot has changed from last year, except things that have been uh, removed from Pitt. I think Pitt had a pretty legit team last year. They did. And they've lost some tool, like not a lot, but they've lost some players off that team. They haven't gained a whole lot. Uh, Narduzzi is still a dork. He's still there. I mean, I just don't think there's a lot going on there and you're coming into what's probably going to be the only energized, like big time amped up energy, people frothing at the mouth set situation for WVU. If they have any chance to like steal a game, people care about, I think it's right here. I'm going to go out on a limb and just say they steal a win. And they, and they, and they actually like kind of like last year at Virginia tech. Uh, I think this is like one of those games where for a moment we'll say maybe this team's not too bad before it like, but I think this could be, this could be a, this could be a win. I think this could be a, you know, it's like, it's, it's close enough. I think the energy, I think the, uh, the environment, I think, I think WVU could get one right here. Well, that was a shock. Johnson. It's it's watchable. It is watchable. It is watchable. <laughs> You're call- be a watchable so game. I said all that. You're calling it watchable. Yes, watchable. that's correct. Okay. Uh, I mean, I just, yeah, Johnson, I'm shocked that you picked that a win. So Johnson's got his two wins. Listen, Johnson, you've got to look at the schedule, son, though, and be very no, careful. We're getting there, Scoot. We're, we're, we're getting there. I'm just we're saying, we're, you got to be careful. Calm down, Dan- Daniel, son. Come on. Wax on, wax off. Rest of schedule. So now we have our third consecutive game at home, by the way. So Duquesne, Pitt, and then Texas Tech. Three games in a row at home. Uh, Texas Tech comes on Saturday the 23rd, uh, September 23rd. Uh, This is where we get into the TBA part of the schedule where we don't know what the times are. Um, Scooty, Texas Tech, win or loss? Uh, That's a loss. I think that's a loss. Watchable? Um, (laughs) First half is watchable. First half is watchable, and how the first half goes – will predicate what the second half happens what happens then we'll see what happens all right texas tech i'm gonna say is a loss johnson i think this game and the pit game are energy i think they get a win one of these two i i want it to be pit so that's where i put the win um i think this is probably a loss because for some reason scoot i don't know what it is about texas tech they have some kind of voodoo doll over us lately we play horrific football against them they've what Guido, haven't they beat us three straight now? Uh, or or, yeah, like or what's the thing? Neil Brown hasn't beaten Texas Tech yet, I think. Or I don't know. I should have looked that up before I opened my big mouth. But there's, they've had our number lately. I think this is a loss. History says you had to pick loss. Yeah. You, you could not have picked a win there based on history. All right. After that, we finally go on the road and uh, we go to Fort Worth and we play TCU Scooty. Uh, TCU currently right now ranked 17 going into the How'd their season. season go last year? Remind me. National championship? Yeah, okay. Like in the game? In the yeah. in the national championship in the, game? In the game? Um yeah, that's a loss. Yeah, I'm with Scooty. That is also a loss. So Scoot and I right now have one win, John. Well, okay, look. <laughs> and it's Duquesne. <laughs> it's Duquesne. Well look, this is easy. Everybody out there listening, flow chart, picture a flow chart in your head, you get to a decision diamond. Is this game on the road? Yes. Loss. Okay. No, probably a loss, but not as hard of a loss. But on the road, yes, loss. This is on the road, loss. Immediate, immediate loss. Uh, Then we get some time off. We get a couple of days off, and we don't play again until Thursday, October 12th. That game will be nationally televised on Fox Sports 1 at 7 p.m. As we travel to Houston, and we play the University of Houston, and good old Dana Holgerson in Houston, Scooty, where are you at on this game? Well, I will say this. I know I said that uh, I don't see Neil Brown being fired mid-season. However, if he's one in four and we've got like a two-week break, wouldn't there be a 
great time this would be, and you're this coming would have been up the time against to do it. Dana? a former coach. Uh, like if you want anyone uh, to watch this team anymore, you might want to bring in something to kind of take our mind off of what's going I think on. The, I think the bet should be are is Neil Brown and is Dana are they still the head coaches of these teams when when they play? Because both of them are hot seat coaches right now. So um I'm actually surprisingly enough, Scooty, I'm gonna take this as a win. I think we oh. go into Houston and I think we beat Houston in Houston. Uh, Not a good team. Dana uh, I mean Dana lost control a couple times last year. Uh, he was Dana doing Dana things, you know. Well, and we've seen Houston highlights of like players fighting on the sideline and stuff like that. So I'm going WVU as a win here, number uh, two. I I have it as a loss. I think, if I'm being completely objective, and that's subjective at the same time, I feel that Dana Holgerson is a better football coach, in-game coach than Neil Brown. Uh, Neil has yet to show me anything that makes me feel that way. Dana has in the past. So, you know, you want to go win the game? Let's go win the game, Dana. So I'm going to go Dana Holgerson with 18 transfers from WVU to win the game. <laughs> All right. Johnson, what do you got on this one? Well, Scoot, to be fair, I mean, I agree with you, but you don't exactly have to be Newt Rockney right now to be qualified as better football coach than Neil Brown. I'm just like that, right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Guido, if there was ever a chance where my flowchart didn't work and there was like a road game where you could go get a win, this is it. I agree with you. This is it. And, it, and I don't know if you said it, but it's a weird it's like an old Big East Days Thursday night ball game. It's kind of a weird time. You know, it's not like a Saturday game. Weird time. I think Houston's a hot mess. I still think WVU loses on the road. I think it might be close. I think if there was ever a home uh, a road game on this schedule for them to get, this is it. So I like there's a very 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 good chance Guido's correct here. I'm still going to go loss. I'm going to be true to my flow chart and say loss here. I will say highly watchable. Yeah. Highly yeah, watchable. I agree with that. Highly yep, watchable. I agree. I if agree nothing else just for the drama of the two coaches, right. I think. Right. 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 Except for the fact, well, it's on Fox Sports, so it might not be bad. If it was on ESPN, it would have been rough because the ESPN would spend the whole time telling us yes, stories you're right. about how the coaches used to, you know. Um, all right. So then we come back home for homecoming on the 21st, Saturday the 21st, Oklahoma State back at Milan Pushkar Stadium. Uh, Scooty, what do you got on this one? Um, first of all, I would like to say that I think Mike Gundy now wears a toupee. Secondly, uh, I believe we do really poor against uh, Oklahoma State. That hair, by the way, like, come on, Mike Gundy's hair is a conversation piece at best. Listen, he's um, a man. He's I a get man. that, but it That's is real weird. Hair. It's almost like he's got a coonskin cap for a, a do nowadays. Have you seen him lately? It's a, uh, it's very odd. Anyway, uh, I am going with a loss. We don't beat Oklahoma State. We struggle with them every year. It's tough. I don't care I'm if it's home you, or away. I feel like this is 100% a loss. Oklahoma State's probably going to – I think Oklahoma State's going to be a ranked team. Uh, I don't think they are now, but I think they will be a ranked team going into that game. Or they might even be in the, in the high 20s or the low 20s right now. But um, So I'm going to loss as well. Johnson. Well, I'm inclined to remind you guys that we beat Oklahoma State last season at Oklahoma State in a game where – Mike Gundy and company found out to give them credit. We had no business. If you remember, it was a horrible game. I think it was in bad weather. They found new and innovative ways to lose that game. Like to their credit, no one wanted to win it. They wanted to not win it harder. And we ended up mistakenly winning it. So I don't know really how good they're going to be. I feel like that was a low point for them. I fully expect them to come into Morgantown, like Scoot would tell me, history dictates they always come into Morgantown and win. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do that here in front of a homecoming crowd of, by this point, with your all's predictions, should be around 25,000 people for homecoming. <laughs> I say they come right. in and win. Yeah, I I think that's a WVU loss. And that's if the weather's nice. Right, right, right. <laughs> if, uh, and I will say, Johnson, though, you do make a good point. I think one advantage that WVU could have this season uh, in some of these games to pick off that fourth or fifth win is the fact that, like, I think every team, especially when it comes to the Big 12 teams, I think they're going to all look at WVU like, 
you know, Our Lady of the Fumble University right. and <laughs> think that they've it's just going to be the team's yeah, just going to roll like, over and it's going to be an let's easy go win. Get this over with and yeah, yeah, right. And so if WVU can muster up enough and show up, they might be able to sneak a couple of those uh, out. I, I agree with that. All right. Uh, next, we move on. We go to lovely Orlando, not for Disney World, but to play the University of Central Florida. Welcome to the Big 12. As we play almost all the new teams in the Big 12. We do. We play all the new teams in the Big 12 this year. Uh, so UCF, we go down to play them. Uh, Scooty, where do you where do you think this game's going to be? I, on the road. I find this to be a win. I find this to be a win. I don't know much about UCF other than Gus Malzahn. I do find him to be a better coach. Um, but I feel like we have a chance to maybe, I don't know. I, I don't feel strongly about UCF right now. Now, if you had talked to me you know, four years ago, I would say we'd lose that game. But with um, the state of things now, I think we win this game. I mean, UCF went 9-5 and five overall last year, but – you know, they played Temple and they yeah, played bad Tulane. Real, which Tulane was bad good. Schedule, they though. played Navy. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, you know, I think that this is a win. I think that, you know, I think WVU, this is WVU's third win in my mind. Uh, and this might be, to me, the last win of the season. So, uh, Johnson, what do you think? Uh, is on road? Yes. Loss. Is on road. And look, ah, WVU has played well in the state of Florida roughly one time when Geno Smith led them to like, what, 70 points with Tavon and those guys in the Orange Bowl. Historically, WVU goes into Florida and just plays like they've never seen a football before. So I, I know UCF isn't that good. You guys make good points. I, I just don't see it happening, though. I, I think this is also a loss. Oh, by the way, uh, watchable. I would say watchable just because I want to see yeah, UCF. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all watchable. I think I'm going to watch yeah. them all some at some, but it's if you finish the game, I think it's more what it's about. Um, next, we go to November fourth. We play BYU back in Morgantown. Um, Scooty, what's your opinion on this game? Brigham Young University. Um, I think they're going to be pretty decent, so I'm going to say that this is probably a loss for us. I am uh, hopeful that they show BYU doing some sort of haka before the game. They show that on TV, so it's watchable for me. Okay. I, You know what? I'm going to go loss as well. I will say BYU, um, you know, again, last year didn't have the schedule that they're probably having this year. They did play like Oregon. They played Notre Dame. They played Arkansas last year. They played some bigger. They played Johnson's uh, East Carolina last year, I believe. They lost to East Carolina last year, if I remember correctly, Johnson. Um, so, but I still think that this is again, a WVU loss. I think I'm personally, I think that this might be when the wheels start really coming off the whole situation. And, uh, this is when the team sort of starts to go downhill. So I'm going loss against BYU. Johnson. No, this is a win. Look, BYU gets off the plane. They're like, where are we? Uh, you know, they're jet lagged. They're not, look, they're not going to be good to begin with. And this is going to be a bad place for them. Like, they're not going to want to be there. They're going to want to go back home. We're at home after uh, getting beat at UCF. I think this is a win. I think BYU, I think BYU is going to be bad. And I think this is a home game, and I think we're gonna we're gonna steal a win here. I think this is a win. This is my third what? Yeah, this is my third win. All right, then we uh, we get on the plane. We fly November 11th to Norman to play for the last time as a conference foe, the Oklahoma Sooners. Scooty, how bad is this loss? Uh, <laughs> I think it would be more <laughs> of a win if they stayed on the plane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's going to be a loss. It could be uh, a really bad loss. It's going to be a loss. We don't – I mean, Oklahoma, come on. It's a loss. It's a loss. Definitely a loss. Johnson, what's your opinion? You guys have short memories. We beat them last season at home with Garrett Green being hated the whole time by his head coach. That's how bad Brett Venables is coaching this Oklahoma team. I know it's Oklahoma, but, like, they're not going to be terrific. Um I think we lose, but Scoot, it's very watchable. I think it's a closer game than you think. I, I think there's a factor that we're, we're forgetting, though, right? So we're deep into the season at this point, correct? Correct. And by our account, 
the team is either two wins or three wins thus far, correct? Yeah, right. So at some point, I mean, I don't know that I want to say people are just going to quit, but at some point, the vigor, the energy, the you know, the zeal. No, it's a fair on, point. You're beat. Doing you're beat well. down by this point, right? Yeah. Like if if Oklahoma scores once or twice, or or we fumble a ball early, heads start to hang, and then it's hang on for dear and, life. And to Scoot's point, this is about the time of the season, mid-November, when you start to see such and such and so and so has entered the portal. Or this guy's got this injury that's not coming back. JT yeah. Daniels. So I he miraculously disappeared. Yeah, or or Guido, the noise about Neil Brown at this point is loud. You know, you're play you already knew you were kind of playing for a lame duck coach. If the season has gone the way we think, it's not a fun locker room at you're this point. For other yeah, places right. To so I, I agree right. with both of you. Right. Yeah. You're like, can I where who recruited me before? Can I still be there? Then we come back the Saturday before Thanksgiving, uh, back home to Morgantown, and we see an old foe come to town. Uh, former former Big East former Big East fellow now with us in the Big Twelve. Cincinnati comes to town. Scooty, where do you think this game's going? I I think this is a win. I think this is my third win. Um, they recently hired Louisville's coach. Is that right? Satterfield yeah. character, yeah. For some and even un- really... like for some ridiculous reason, they were like, "Yeah, let's grab this guy," and he was doing crappy at Louisville. Like it was maybe they forgot to give me a call because I must not have been. I available. don't. It's a weird because thing. I think you I would have pick better, up the phone when it rang. I would have like, been. Why a better somebody choice. from Cincinnati it's calling a, me? Must be wanting to sell me some car insurance. Right. I would have been a better choice. <laughs> Extended warranty on my vehicle. So I think we win this game. I don't think there's any kind of, and I think because we've played them before, not that the kids that are on the team now remember this but i think in in fans eyes there's no fear of cincinnati like it, there's no fear of the unknown here we we this is a known quantity to us and while they've done well here the last five or six years i think in in my mind anyway had we been playing them uh they might not have done as well as they did you know like i feel like i don't know i guess i don't want to say i don't respect them but i I feel like yeah, they were uh, advantageous. I mean, come on. They took advantage right. of their situation for sure. I agree. Right. I'm going to go loss. I think WVU loses this game. I think it's a two-part thing. Uh, I think that, I think actually it is highly watchable. I think there will be fans in the stands and people will be watching it. Um, I think we will lose this game for two reasons. One is, is that uh, I think by now morale will be, just be – in the dregs, right? I think that'll be a problem. And I think the other part of it is, is going to be the fans are going to be really amped up about this, but kind of like you said, Scooty, I think some of the players will be like, why does everybody care so much about this game? Like who's Cincinnati? Right. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go loss here. Uh, this is my fourth win. Yeah. I think, I think you're right, Guido. This will be well attended. This will be like, Oh wow. This is kind of a regional, this reminds me of what college football was like supposed to be in the before times when before it got all ridiculous. I I think this will be well attended. I think, you know, we're at home. It'll be it'll be senior day at this point. And I think and, and look, I think the Bearcats and WVU will be in a fight for last place in the conference. Um, depending on Iowa State, it's weird that we don't play uh, Iowa State this year apparently their entire team just went on a betting spree or whatever. I've been trying to follow that story, you know, like guys have been suspended. I think they're going to be in a weird place. They, they may be the bottom right. of the conference just because like, I think their quarterback was wrapped up in it. I, I, I don't remember exactly now, but that's a weird situation. They're going to have a rough time, but I think Cincinnati and WVU are going to be fighting for the the bottom spot. And I think WVU at home gets a win here this is my fourth win and very watchable scoop. sounds like you're buying into the charles wesley godwin battle cry of not 14th yeah right mm-hmm. that's right not not 14th, not 14th. <laughs> the rallying cry <laughs> not not this season not this night we will not be 14th <laughs> oh well finally guys uh we travel to waco we finish off the season november 25th against baylor Scooty, 
win or loss. What could go wrong? Uh, it's a loss. Come on. Like, uh, <laughs> this is a loss. Baylor's going to be very good. Um, Dave Aranda has done a good job. Uh, it it often makes me wonder where we went wrong. I know Neil was the right choice at the time, but then you look at the other coaches that got hired, either the year he got hired or right around the year he got hired, and they're all doing better. So then you're like, what did we do wrong here? What exactly happened to us or why us? Like, cannonballs are great. Wins are better. Wins are better. I'm going to go loss as well. Uh, Johnson? Uh, is on road? Yes. Loss. All right. So I have three wins. Johnson has four wins. I have four. Scooty has three wins, right? Yes. All right. Uh, Guido, this is uh, this. So Scoot and I are usually leaning negative lately, but you are usually our bastion of hope, and here you are with Scoot level wins. What are you do- like? I can't carry the torch at four wins. I, he saw you the are light. carrying the torch. He saw uh, the. I, light. You know what it is, and and I hate to, like this is terrible. I'm a WVU fan, and like honestly, like listen, guys, would I love it if if we went undefeated this season and went to the national championship? It'd be amazing. It'd be awesome. I'd be happy. I'd be the happiest guy in the world. Uh, I'm just done with the current state of WVU well, football. I'm well, let me it. ask two questions. Number one, and let me get let me get both of these out because I know you're going to pounce on this first one, but do you think, so we think everything will go, you know, we said, will he be the coach at Baylor? We all said yes. I think we all said yes, right? We all said yes. I said, I, I, I'm, you're not convinced. I, I'm with you guys. You're, you're not convinced. Yeah, okay. right. I'm hopeful. I'm hopefully won't be, but. <laughs> well, after, so if, if that, so picture uh, you know, picture Thanksgiving, you're eating your second turducken. Your, yeah, you're like leftovers. You know, you've made your turkey sandwich. You're settling down, watching some final college football. Uh, this game goes to a close. Does Neil Brown like get tarmacked in Waco? Like, didn't the last time he went to Waco, we thought he was going to get tarmacked, but he didn't. Do you think he gets tarmacked here? So what you're saying is Neil should make Christmas plans in another state other than <laughs> I'm West just Virginia. Asking. I'm just asking. Like, honey, don't buy the tree. <laughs> we are not sure just yet. Let's just wait because that tree is big and we don't want to put it in the house. Uh, listen, I I will say this. Uh, if, if I'm correct, if Scooty's correct, or if you're correct, he better get tarmacked. Okay. If, if, if it's, if we're talking three or four wins in this program after, after but he had whatever, COVID. three seasons but the in COVID, bare. right. Uh, and the cupboard was bare, but he has like, to deal if, with nil and the transfer portal. Like if we're still, if we like honest, uh, honest to goodness, like, if he's not, then I don't know what, what what's happening anymore. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that don't know what's happening in Morgantown right now anyways. but that's Well, I think Red Baker like, acts uh, quickly here, if that's the case. I, I think he I has think to. On the I heels he of basketball, to. I think he acts uh, very quickly here. And so my second part of the question is, I think Guido is making a really good pick at Houston and I think that's the one thing that could break my flow chart <laughs> on a Thursday night in Houston against a really bad Houston team for me. And just like I said, there's teams 11 through 135. I mean, we're dealing with college kids, crazy things happen. That's why we like to watch college football. If, if I'm right and they steal one at Houston to get a fifth win, do you think he gets let go at all? Oh, like, what do you think the threshold? Because I, mean, I think five wins. He stays, I, yeah, okay. I me too. That's the to me. That's the interesting thing is I think five. Why do you what say? It, why do you? Why do you say that? Why do you say five? Well, wins because what I you think, said at the top, Guido. We haven't seen anything from the administration really. That's like gung ho on hey, getting rid it. of him like, and moving off of him. You need to get your act yeah, together. Yeah, we haven't really. They're all like, hey, he's yeah, our guy. He's we haven't super. really seen that. So. I we I him. think if he gets close to a six and six again, like with a five and seven record, he might just be safe and live to see another season. Well, here's the here's 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 why. Let me and let me tell you, let me tell you why he will end up making it through the season. Because if he is fired before December thirty first, he's owed you know he's owed parts of his contract. 
if he's fired after the twenty third, after the twenty sixth, or whatever, after whatever the the what is that twenty fifth after the game, if he's fired December first, uh, the buyout drops at the end of the season. The buyout drops down to thirteen million. So it's at what nineteen twenty yeah, right still now. Huge, yeah. If I re- if so, I remember correctly, it's still super big. I do, I mean thirteen uh, like, is still a big like, number. Not. Yeah, but like thirteen is still a big number, and we, for those of you that aren't following the news, WVU as an institution's current financial state not so great right now. Uh, so I think there's a couple things in play there, right? Like I think there's a couple things in play that one say, you know, somebody is in Renzi or going, listen, just stick it out through the season, and we can deal with the buyout at the end of the season. And you may not be wrong. Five wins, they may go. You know what? Let's get another year off that buyout. Let's have another five-win season. And I just think that's depressing from a fan standpoint. But I think as we've all watched uh, and read recently about the university, the current economic state of you know the institution as a whole is not in great place. And I think that plays a role into what happens on the football field. Yeah, I mean, field. even though those two things are different, you know, revenue streams and budgets and everything, I, th- I still think to your point, Guido, it doesn't it's a bad look. It doesn't read well if you're, you know, if over here on the left hand you're dealing with a budget deficit and on the right hand you're like paying your, you're buying out your coach $13 million to hire the next coach with a big salary. So anyway, I, I don't know. I just, my gut feeling is like if he hits that five win-ish area, then we may see him again next season. I think there are, I think he keeps his job with a four win season. If these are the four wins, Duquesne, Pitt, Houston, okay, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. If he wins those four games, people are like, he's beating our rivals. He's beating the teams we want him to beat. We don't care about Baylor or BYU think, or Central I, Florida. I think if he doesn't make a bowl game, he needs to be let go. I agree. Like, I've been if you're not if you're not Trump. getting us that extra game, those extra eyes. He you hasn't need to be, won three games. It's not hard to win three in a row. He hasn't won it's three. Okay. Listen, we're almost an hour into the show, and I can't believe that's the first time you have I know, said Scoot, that. That's usually your your lead in to point that <sighs> out. But Guido, well, don't you think beat that drum? We're also like, look at this schedule. Like we're talking about how do we find a bowl eligibility, and look at this schedule. Like this is not a good. This is not a tough schedule. This. It's this not is a not even schedule. a tough. That's like, why it's exactly Cincinnati, right. Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, Houston, Duquesne, and then take one of those other huge list of chances and find. I mean, come on. There's there's a lot of this schedule is not a tough schedule. So what's hilarious is we're thankful that Kansas. We don't have to do anything with Kansas <laughs> or Kansas State this year. It's just how funny it's is that? sad that we're trying we're to right. find a sixth win and we can't. I mean, we obviously we. I mean, we can't even find five off the off the top. And this is not a tough schedule. So it, yeah, it's Guido's right. It's a sad state of affairs. But I think I still think the guy is five ish wins. He's he's here next season. Uh yeah. I mean it's uh, you know. I, you know, it's it's upsetting. I mean, I think the problem is, Scooty, that I think if you if Dana Holgerson was still the coach at WVU, we would have an eight win season this year. I would. Yes, I agree with that. And we'd hate him. We'd hate him. But it'd be I we, think if we had either of the last two coach three. If you had Stewart, if you had Rich Rod, I think we'd we'd win eight or more. I think Don Nealon right now at 90 odd years old or whatever he is could probably coach this team to a six win bowl season. Uh, you know, I I I'm just I'm done. The program is very upsetting. That you know, and I understand that we have new blood with Ren Baker and he's one year in now and he's whatever, he starts to get he gets to make some decisions. I will say that you know, and we're not going to get into it big tonight. We said that hey, Ren Baker was going to have to make probably one of the biggest decisions in WVU sports history by replacing uh, what might be the greatest basketball coach who's ever stepped through the doors of the Coliseum. And, uh, I mean, I know that it was kind of under fire. It'll be interesting to see what happens after uh, one-year interim head coach gets, you know, his his chance to either replace him or does Josh Eilert you know, win games. I get that you can't, I get that when all of that went down, you weren't going to go out and have a big search and find a new guy, a big name because it was June. But like, 
uh, it'll just be interesting now to see how Ren Baker reacts to some of these issues within the athletic department that he's been. I mean, who do you, do you think he's like, man, why did I take this job? Shane what was I thinking? Like- here, here you <laughs> just go. like mic drop. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think on that though, Guida, really quick, I think it's going to be interesting when we're better and we're having more fun in basketball season. Like, I think it is going to be interesting yeah. to watch fans' reaction when we're both better and enjoying we've it. We've not more. seen him. We've not seen him coach in game yet. Yeah, but, but I like the staff. They're fun. Yeah, it already feels light and airy and feels fun. Yeah, they've recruited their butt. I mean, are you kidding me? They're going to have a legit squad after that mess. I mean, they've done a great, they've done a remarkable job already, and we haven't even gotten close to basketball He's season. He's got the best transfer class in the country. Like, that's insane. You left, you lost, like, the, like you said, a Hall of Fame coach. And you've you've brought in a guy that nobody outside of the Hall of Fame coach knows him, right? And you and you're still able to get some big time Division One players to transfer in, so that's amazing. Well, we'll we'll touch on the uh, the WVU basketball situation uh, at a. We later may try to get to it a lot earlier than normal. Yeah, right. It might be <laughs> might be next weekend. Might be might be. Guido, before we go, real fast, who's your quarterback? Who's your starting quarterback walking out on the field at Penn State? Who is it? It's Garrett Green. Garrett Green will will be the starting quarterback first series for WVU at Penn State. Scoot. It'll be Garrett Green, but Neil Brown will be checking to see if Garrett are you sure your ankle's not hurting you? Are you sure your elbow's feeling good? Like it'll be one of those kind of deals where like he's looking for any excuse to not play Yeah, game. I, I think that's where I'm at. I, I'm so compelled to say Nico, but I think I'm where Scoot is. I think it's the shortest leash. It's not even a leash. It's like a link of chain. Like what happens if it is Nico? I won't be that surprised. That's what I'm trying to I say. Know, like, like I just what do you won't do with Garrett. Like what does Garrett I don't do? Know. What what's he been doing for like three seasons now? I guess the same thing. Poor guy. Like he's, he just keeps doing what he's doing. So guys, I have to say, after not recording a podcast for five months out of you know, we were all just fear battling ourselves out of depression. <laughs> fear, like, fear of what we would talk about. Uh, yeah, not not. I I will say uh, it was great to do a podcast again. Uh, did not make me feel any better about the program. So no, thank you to you guys for that. <laughs> You're welcome. I was hoping that. I mean, I guess Johnson is the is the ray of hope in the cloudiness that is WVU sports right now. Johnson's. He's he's going to LL Bean. He's checking some things well, out over there. He's it, it will now be interesting to see if anyone proves us wrong, right? Prove us wrong. I, I mean, feel like Scoot. I feel like Johnson got on the podcast tonight, and he's like, "Hey guys, look at all these carabiners I got. Look at that, you know." <laughs> Johnson's listen. Maybe coming to our merch store might be a "Prove Us Wrong" T-shirt. Well, if you're giving me that, <laughs> prove me wrong. If you're giving me the business over four win prediction, what do you think when you're reading Twitter and people are like eight and three, nine and two, or what? Oh, you know what I mean? I feel like these people are sheep. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, there's not a chance. Like, you're if you're eight or nine wins. You're talking about competing for the conference championship, possibly. That's not happening here. Like, no. listen, we can talk about how the defense is coming back. How good were they last year? Well, we're going to have wonderful opportunity. Listen, some of those people probably should have been sent to witness protection. Like, some of those guys <laughs> needed to be like, hey, thanks, but Boy. we need to send you Well, we're going to have awesome opportunity for box seats when we get together for a game late in the season. That's I'm That's excited. It's true. They might actually, they might actually, we might actually get them for free. You know, they might say, <laughs> they hey, might say please, listen, we need please, please come keep doing your podcast and talk about us because nobody else. Yeah. Is. Right. Um, all right, guys. Well, listen, everybody, thanks for listening. Sorry it's been so long. Our goal is to be back doing shows again and, and uh, you know, talking about games after they happen and whatever interesting things may happen over the season for WVU. So please listen, like, subscribe, tell your friends, go out and tell everybody we're back. Hey, be like, hey, those three guys that are fools they're back they're back talking about it so go download got your ears on um also look for us online you can find us on twitter i refuse to call it x let's just go on record and say that uh you can find us on twitter x uh at got your ears you can also find us on facebook and uh look for us on the internet at our website got your johnson there's things about us on there. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I haven't done this in a while. So it's you can go to gotyears.com and find all of the stuff we just talked about uh, posted on the show. You can click 
the tune in link to listen to the, the show right there on the page. And if you are so inclined, which I know you are, you're going to click through to the merch store and check out the GYEO merch Guido. So uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Got yours on.com. Check it out. Check it out. Well, listen, everybody. Thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week with another show. You've been listening to got your ears on. Let's roll.